Hello, social media family, and welcome to Hashtag Verse TV, week 151. I am Aaron Mack, and I'm here with my good friends who will introduce themselves, starting with Chrissy Marie. Hey, everyone. It's Chrissy Marie from Cleveland, Ohio, and it's great to be here. Wonderful. And next is Kevin. Hey, everybody, it's, it's Kevin from Philadelphia. Well, Jasmine is in the audience with us today. And our first topic is coming from, and oh, and let's get this show on the road, right? Okay. Hashtag First TV Week 151. Our first topic, it's come, it's a dual source topic. And it's coming from both the Washington Post and NBC News. And these topics come together because the first topic from Washington Post says GOP lawmakers push historic wave of bills targeting rights of LGBT teens, children, and families. And also for NBC News, the topic is a, quote, gay dog is abandoned at North Carolina's shelter adopted by a same-sex couple. And this topic that I've titled Mums the Word, talking about, and again, you know where it's coming from. So the topic is, in spite of the deliberate ignorance of Florida's Don't Say Gay Bill, there is a population in our country that sincerely feels it's the most fair and balanced approach to same gender love. The, the, who feels the most fair and balanced approach to same gender love is to pretend it doesn't exist, period, okay? And the family in North Carolina that surrendered their dog for adoption or abandoned their, their dog, because the dog humped another male dog, also probably thinks erasure is the best solution for complex scenarios. Now, in reference to the Don't Say Gay bill proposed in Florida, a Florida kid with gay parents asked if this bill would complicate his ability to talk about his parents in school just as freely as his other classmates. Hence the bill is called Don't Say Gay. He has gay parents. Now, if you were in charge of a state with people strongly on both sides of this disagreement, how might you legislatively settle the opposing sides. And, okay, so let's put the timer on the clock. And I will say, for me, how would I legislatively say it? Uh, I realize my answer is not exactly legislative, but it plays a part in it. And it says, 
I, and this is what I believe sincerely, people want to do right. You know, it's not like the other side is like evil. Like, and that's part of the reason that I liked X-Men as a kid, because it wasn't an issue of good versus evil. It was just an issue of one side thinks differently from another side. And you might root for one of the other sides, but that doesn't mean that this other side is more right necessarily than the other. And I remember when I was in Boy Scouts, one of the scout fathers said, you know, it's He said he's always open to learning even what the opposing side thinks. And he said, even if somebody like from the KKK came to his house, like passing out flyers or saw him on the street or something, he was a black guy, but if they saw him on the street, he would read the flyer, you know, because he's like, there's no harm in learning about what another side thinks. And in re reference to that, you know, a, a wise man can learn from a fool, but a fool can't learn from a wise man. Anybody. Okay. So people closing their eyes. Guy story. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I, I, I don't need to go into that part. I feel, though, maybe... And this might seem like a, a heal the world, make it a better place kind of solution. But maybe if there was like a meet and greet or something, because people don't realize how they're affecting actual families. Gay people are not just mystical creatures for our entertainment anymore on TV, exclusively so. We are also people who have families and raise kids. And that's why I specifically mentioned that part about the young boy who was like, what can I do about talking about my family? You know, so maybe if we meet and greet each other and know about each other, then maybe that will help. And since I see I'm at the end of the time, I will save my last part for our one minute wrap ups. Anyway, okay. And who is next? Don't, and I can call somebody if nobody's next. Kevin. Sorry. Um, with, as far as the whole, the sum up, as far as the whole don't say gay thing or whatever, I think the entire situation is I don't want to call it stupid um, I'll say it lacks uh, the information needed for a general conversation um, I really believe that if people could really communicate it solves a ton of issues. Yeah. And yeah, that's all I have. 
All right, Chrissy Marie. Well, <clears throat> if um, I were in charge of a state with people strongly on both sides of this disagreement, how might I legislatively settle the opposing sides? Um, well, I agree with everything you said, Aaron, as far as um, um, kind of like being a mediator of sorts, like kind of like just giving an idea of what it's like to um, to be on uh, on one side of, of that whole issue um, because uh, nobody, I mean, we're all human. Nobody wants to be marginalized because of their sexual orientation. And um, as far as children are concerned, I have children, you know, as, as far as, you know, keeping uh, the conversation about sexual uh, orientation and um, on transitioning and all that in in schools um most children aren't talking about those things anyway and um you know they're not really curious about those things in kindergarten and first and second and third grade you know um lately more i mean i have i've you know i have my youngest is in fourth uh fourth grade so fifth grade so um you know they don't really focus on uh, questions like that because they're focused on their academics. But um, to to try to control how parents parent their children, um, it definitely should be a separate thing when it comes to um, uh, things at school. But as far as you know, limiting a, a student's ability to speak freely about sexual orientation uh, in, in an educational setting, I think that it's, um, it, it should be welcomed with, with openness and, you know, uh, not a limiting type of conscious view, um, you know, um, or a limiting view that's, that's not so conscious because you're not going through the same thoughts and, you know, thought and feelings thoughts and feelings and the process of those thoughts and feelings of that child. So, you know, why would you try to condition them to agree to something that you don't even understand because you're not them? All right. And we see our timer actually just stopped, but we can follow up with the one minute follow up. And I will say in my one minute follow up that what I what I realized in my notes that I, I was like, I don't remember what I was trying to say here. Oh, wait a minute. I'm sorry. Duh. What what I, I was saying in my notes is that people need to get to know each other because pe people don't realize the significance of a thing until it hits close to home. And as of right now, like the people who are like, this dog is gay. I'm throwing it away. They were able to do that because the gay thing hasn't hit close to home to them. Not in a sincere way. And if it has, maybe their issue was they were like, because this used to be a thing where people would be like, I'm putting you out of my house. Get that evil out of my house. I don't want to think about it. But it reminds me of... 
the guy who um he was like all black people are bad except for the actual one black person that I know. And it's like, but you don't know anybody. So why can you say all oh, but until you get to know somebody? That's how it is. You have to get to know the other side. I'm done with my one minute. Who else wanted a one minute? I do. Um, so additionally, um, the whole thing about the the dog being gay, I don't really agree. The dog is horny. You know, like dogs are horny like people are. They're going to try to hump when they're horny. Period. <laughs> That's just ridiculous. And it's, it's uh, you know, it's just stupid. Stupid. And, and, you know, the people who adopted that dog, good for them. Kudos to them because, you know, I'm, a, I'm an animal lover. So, you know... That's a that's a life that depends on humanity to keep them alive. So who cares if they're humping a, a boy dog, if they're a boy dog? Who cares? They're horny. That's what they do. They're doing what they do. So, you know, that's just, like, people have, kill me with that. Like, you want to throw away a whole animal, a whole pet, a, a whole part of your family that you brought into your family because you think some type of way about an issue that has nothing to do with you. Oh, my children are watching. Ah, <laughs> come on. You know, let's, let's be real here. Like it's an animal. And then as far as, uh, uh is the, you know, yeah. the whole don't say gay, you know, like I, I was watching, um, I can't remember what channel that was, but they were talking about the same thing as far as slavery. If somebody, mentions slavery in a school in a school setting and a, a white child is uncomfortable with it and goes home and tells their parents then the parent can sue the school it's the same thing so if somebody's talking about anything dealing with the lgbtq plus community and it makes someone else that's not a part of that community because they just don't understand or know or you know have gotten to know those people because they're people you're people we're people then a absolutely you know that's just I, I too much say, yes and I, I i will say let's definitely keep an eye on the timers mm -hmm. but you're absolutely right and, and what you're referencing i think is the critical race theory situation that people are like keep it keep it out of the school and actually let me uh well whatever yes okay and I, I don't even need the full time, but absolutely. And an interesting thing about the dog is in the article, the veterinarian was like, and chances are this dog is not gay. It's just a sign of dominance that dogs do. But because people are so ignorant, and when I say ignorant, I'm not meaning ignorant like, oh, you're a horrible person, ugh. But I'm saying ignorant as if to say, the literal meaning of the term, like unaware, un, unknowledged in a subject, you know? And they're so oblivious to fact that they don't realize that that's what the dog was doing. Anyway, I'm done. Anybody else? Or a restart of yeah. the Um, I think, 
really with the entire situation comes down to like people stop and really, really think about it. It comes down to basically the first amendment of the constitution freedom of speech doesn't mean you have to agree with it but people have the right within reason to say whatever all right now Chrissy Marie, did you want any more follow-up? Because you can, it's just you can't go for more than a minute at a time. Uh, not really. I mean, it, it just it just seems like our government just tries to just censor everything that means something to people. You know, you no, I'm an advocate for human rights. You know, these are human rights that are on the table here. So, you know, it's just... It's disgusting to me, honestly. It's a disgrace, honestly. Like, what is freedom if you can't be free, if you can't walk in your truth? That's that's all I have. All right, and Jasmine, did you want to say anything in closing or will we move on? I've got to move on. Like the Brandy song. Anyway, okay, all right. And next is a video. And the video is, oh, that's right. I will introduce it. It is part one of the In My Mind segment. And it's coming from at Jared, J-A-R-R-E-D dot Denzel, D-E-N-Z-E-L. And here it is. Okay, so last night I was at the gym um, and I was running. And when I run, I like to listen to music. And So Good by Destiny's Child came on, you know. I don't own the rights to this song or any of this music. So Beyonce, Kelly, Michelle, please don't sue me. And as I was listening to the words, I had this epiphany that I am my own biggest hater. <laughs> Oftentimes refer to myself and say, wasn't it you that said that I didn't look too good and that I wouldn't do too good? That's crazy. But sometimes you can be your own biggest hater. You get in your way more than anybody else does sometimes. Like I have all these thoughts, especially when it comes to posting these videos on social media about people saying all these bad things about me. But no one has said these things to you. This is all in your head. Sometimes you got to say from yourself to yourself, shut the fuck up. Okay. Okay. All right, so, and the two questions that we're answering, of course, is the In My Mind segment. The first question is, what's in your mind after hearing this? What's your reaction and why? Second question, share a life experience that you've had that connects to this. Okay, so, Let's put a, oh, up, 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 up. Let's put a minute on, uh, put the timer on the clock, shall we? Restart it. Okay, so I can sometimes be hard on myself, you know? So when he was talking about that, I was like, yeah, I, I, I'm, I'm with that. And you know, what's so interesting 
as I've mentioned in many past episodes, I, 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 I don't cry for myself. You know, I, I cry at the drop of a hat for anything happening to anybody else, anywhere else. But I don't, it seems like I don't cry for myself. But what was interesting is as I wrote this down, like my notes today, I asked when I, I wrote that I, I can be hard on myself, I actually felt it. And it was like talking about myself in third person. I'm like, I actually feel it. Now, as far as me, um, I love music on the go. You know, um, Cat 8. Oh, right, right, right. Ah. I, I do love music on the go. I, I constantly listen to music, constantly have music in my ear. And um, I used to always have it in both ears, but my lovely muffin ate um, one half of my, one of my, the rubber pieces of my earbud. So now I just have one in, in one ear, but that's okay. You know, because they, they kind of say it's best to just, not have it in both ears so you can actually hear stuff but it is what it is and um i love going into my own world with my music and i reference a line that i i made in a song on my second ep where i said um you see these headphones you see this phone Give me mm, five minutes and I'll be here in my zone, millennial, you know, because it, I'm a millennial, right? You know, and I, I, I just love zoning out. So I'm totally with Jared Denzel when he talks about zoning when he goes for his runs, you know? Anyway, that's my answer. Next Chrissy Marie. So in my mind, um, he's right. Sometimes we can't, I, I can be my biggest hater sometimes. Um, Self-doubt is just as powerful as confidence and fear. And, you know, most of those doubts are guided by fear. They're like catapulted by fear. And, um, it's an illusion, but what I, what stood out to me the most from that video was when he said he was listening to it and then came to an epiphany about that. Like the lyrics say, I'm feeling so, 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 so good. So he was feeling some type of way. And he, re he realized that every time he was hating on himself, he was feeling something. He was feeling something. Those were his feelings. And... They weren't, uh, they weren't creating, a, uh, you know, positivity in his life or creating some type of, um, some type of self, um, praise or, you know, uh, self validation, you know, it's, it's okay to feel things, but instead of being negative to yourself about those feelings, just feel them, say, oh, I feel like this. And, you know, you can go into whatever after that, like, 
you can, you know, explore, explore why after that, you know, the whys of that after that. But um, it's real easy, definitely, to be your own biggest hater or biggest critic, so to speak, because you feel something or you, you're thinking something. And it has nothing to do with no one but you. And until you, like, really own that and realize it, like, oh, well, don't nobody really, nobody's responsible for this except me. So um, that's, uh, that sums up my answer and, and uh, on that part and um, my reaction. And life experiences that, that connects to this is um, uh, mother, motherhood, being a parent. Um, you know, I was raised a certain type of way and I know that some some ways um, kind of leaked into my being a parent towards my children. And um, I constantly question whether or not I'm successful at it or a failure. So, you know, it's um, uh, that's how that whole video relates to my life. And that's my answer. All right. And Kevin. Kevin. Yeah, I think, and I've declared this for the best, that in general, we are all our own worst enemy. Because um, we judge ourselves the harshest out of anyone. Um, so... Yeah, it's a certain way you think about reacting to a situation. Oh, okay. And, oh, all right. Oh, okay. So, yeah, uh, for my one-minute follow-up, I, I just wanted to say really quickly, that um, and I always date myself because I love I, I do love myself now I do, and um, I am a 1983 baby, and as a result, when this song was released, I was in high school. I was in high school when Destiny's Child came out with the Writings on the Wall album, and I just wanted to say that is a phenomenal album, and. I think the fact that they had that breakup at the time of that album, I, I remember, I always used to say, like, if they had that breakup and their album was crap, I, I think it would have gone very differently than the way it went. But because they had, and Matthew Knowles is a genius. Matthew Knowles is a genius. And the, the way that they navigated through that whole thing and came out with, with, didn't give up promoting on that album because it's an excellent album and kept creating new, two new videos for it. Okay. All right. Anyway, that's my piece. Anybody else want to follow up? All right. And the next topic is, ooh, how am I going to do this? Okay. We're going so well, y'all, and thank you so much. And okay, ah, this, huh? So I I will have to read the 
topic because I, I can't get it on the screen right now. But this is coming from our good friend, the one and only Chrissy Marie. And her post was a quote from Khalil Gibran. And the quote is, the appearance of things changes according to the emotions and thus we see magic and beauty in them while the magic and beauty are really in ourselves and again that's khalil gibran and the quote uh chrissy marie has in addition we do not see things the way they are we see them as we are oh i love that so Okay, so I will say, as far as Khalil Gibran, that, that's been a name that's actually been circulating in, in my household since I was a child. And I, I don't know exactly what it is, but my mom liked him. And um, she actually, because my mom had a cat, or I got my mom a cat, before and the cat's name in was a Khalil was partially in the name because she liked him anyway and um so that's part of how I connect to it and um yes we do see things as we are we interpret things through our lens and the way we interpret something is because that is how we are set to interpret it. And not because it's like, oh, somebody made us interpret it that way, but because that's just how we are. And I think it's important for us to, ah, crap, I didn't even start the timer, but I'm almost done, to all get to a better place. And, you know, like the singing group Black, B-L-A-Q-U-E, get to Rainbow Drive. Let's get to Rainbow Drive, you know, and just work towards that. Anyway. Next. Um, Kevin. You're on mute, friend. You're on mute, friend. Yeah, I'm sorry. Um, and I was so thrown off. Um, okay, I... I'm gonna, I guess, skip this question only because I kind of missed it. Okay, okay, Chrissy Marie. Well, I just want to say thank you for highlighting a quote that I posted, and you know, I love the you know, I'm a writer, I'm an artist. <laughs> At heart, but and I love to write, but um, depth is extremely important to me. Um, it's is a vital part of uh, growth, and um, this world is like super shallow. <laughs> like advancement, I believe, has made the world shallow. Everything, everybody wants things so conveniently and quickly, and. Um, you know, when it comes to um, dealing with situations or people and relationships, um, 
it's the same thing. People want things like right now. Um, and, and, and I've been guilty of that as well. So, um, in my mind, um, my reaction to this is that it's true. Um, if you are a person who appreciates the depth of things, um, and, uh, you... You tend to create, and I—I'm talking about myself. I tend to create um, beautiful, magical things in my mind. So this this quote resonated with me um, because when I deal with people, period, I I I see the greatest outcome of that relationship, that connection. You know, be it a friendship, um, be it a romantic connection. Um, be it a lesson, um, I see the, the greatest outcome that is um, the best part of my journey and growth. So, um, and a life experience that I've had um, that connects to this is, I'll just say in general, day-to-day -day living, um, connect, you know, interacting with people on a daily basis. Um, I connect with all kinds of people every day and, and over my lifetime so far I've connected with so many people that I see beauty and I see magic in but those are that's my those are my eyes that seeing and what they see and what they know unless someone brings light to that that a lot of times people don't even see their own magic their own light their own beauty people don't and you know, and I just, um, I, I just, I just would say my daily experiences and connections with people is, is something that is, uh, is what connects to these, these words. All right. Well said. And the, uh, does anybody have anything for the one minute follow-ups? All right. So our next topic is, yes. And it's in my mind part three, tres. In my mind part three, and it's coming from at Corey J. Bradford. A 23-year-old, uh, handsome 23-year-old. He's only 23, though. That's two. That's a baby. Anyway, Corey J. Bradford. You know, there, there can be 100 people in a room and 99 don't believe in you and just one does. 100 people and there can be in a one room, right? And 99 don't believe in you but just one believes and it can change your whole life. There can be 100 people in a room. Maybe there is right now. And 99 don't believe in you. But, but all you need is just for one person to believe. You know, there could be 100 people in a room and 99 don't believe in you and just one does. All right. So, of course, as in my mind, part three, we're just answering what's in your mind after you just heard this, what's your reaction and why, and 
share a life experience you've had that connects with this. And we will put the three minutes on the clock. So, okay. first of all, Corey J. Bradford, very talented, definitely beautiful, beautiful, very, <laughs> I love all three, you know, of the, the scenario that he did with Lady Gaga. I'm a huge fan of Lady, Lady Gaga. I love Lady Gaga. She's so th theatrical and just... You know, I don't like to use the word dramatic, but she's just theatrical. And I just really love that about her as an entertainer. And Corey J. Bradford totally embodied <laughs> her whole, like, theatrical energy. So kudos, Corey J. Bradford, because you're the bomb and you're beautiful. I love looking at you. Um... <laughs> you you know Aaron, <laughs> but um and that that's the first part in my mind, um and what's in my mind um a life experience that connects to this, um after hearing it, is um after okay so I know I mentioned this all the time but after becoming pregnant with my second child. Um, a really close family member of mine that I really look up to, and I still do, I look up to this family member, um, told me that my life is over. I'm not going to have, I'm not going to be able to do anything I wanted anymore and, you know, forget all my dreams because I'm going to be, you know, working and not having the support. And in one sense, it's, it's been kind of true um, because I, I believed that and hung on to that but um i knew deep within that it's just not true it's not my truth so um it, it's true all you need is one because you do have you know we're surrounded by so many people around us and there's a lot of people who are naysayers and who doubt um who we are but if you're grounded in in just that and who you are in in your greatness then you know, um, it really matters that that one person in your life encourages that greatness. So, um, uh, mother, uh, motherhood uh, definitely encouraged me to not quit because you know it's rough out here. <laughs> the pressure is real. <laughs> So, uh, that's, that's all I have to say about that. Um, okay. So I'll go next. Um, put the timer on the clock, put the timer on the clock, the three minutes on the clock. And so if one believes and I personally, what's my reaction when, when I first saw, saw this? Also, um, Corey J. Bradford is a handsome 23-year-old man. So that's that he, he's too young, but he's handsome. But what I connect this to, I, I, I love what Lady Gaga said. You know, it, it, it's so 
true that if just one person believes and I, that philosophy actually kind of takes me back to church a little bit when they'll be like, if we just save just one, just one. And I always used to think, use that way of thinking, not only to think about church stuff, but also I, I connect that to Verse TV. And I think about myself when I was 19, and I'm like, even if it's just that one 19-year-old Aaron who's watching Verse TV and benefiting from it and learning that he can love himself and all of that, that's that d does the trick. Now, we have more than that one. We, we actually have people all over the globe who consistently tune in every single week and Thank you all. You all mean that, that that's so important. And I, I, I thank you and we thank you and all of that. And just thanks. And thank you for being consistent and sticking around with Verse TV. And um, yeah, you know, we're learning and, and we, we hope you're learning too. And Life's a journey. You can take it anywhere you choose to go. As long as you're learning, you'll find all you'll ever need to know. Anyway, oh my gosh. Okay. Whoever knows that one, I I'll give you points if you know where I got those lyrics from. Anyway, but yes, just one. 99 people in a room, just one. Just one person to be like, that. that helped me. Thank you. That means you're doing something. That means you're 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 making an impact. And that matters to me. That one matters to me. Wherever you are, you matter. You matter. Thank you. I matter, you matter, we all matter. And I'm that's my piece. Kevin. Yeah, that actually reminds me. Oh, wow, a long time ago. I was still 17, just shy of 18, and I started to come to the point of being open about who I was. I wasn't lying to myself or anyone else anymore. And what I realized is that when people started to accept that it actually made a difference and ended up learning that although yes I was young at the time my my I guess you could say even coming out and being confident in who I was that actually helped others like my same age at the time or younger. Can I just say, Kevin, thank you so much for being so vulnerable right there like that. Like, I don't know you as well as Aaron Mack knows you. And thank you for sharing that. And I really appreciate you just sharing that. Um, because a lot of people don't even admit that part where, you know, 
there's a part where in your life you know something but you're not even willing to admit it because other people are you know so hellbent on being judgmental or you know like they 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 have to come from you know like i don't know like people don't really think about coming from a place of love to help other people cultivate who they are um and sometimes they do but and you know that's interpreted in ways that are are so harsh and 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 crass and judgmental instead of kind and open and loving you know and i just want to say thank you for sharing that absolutely kevin and yes honesty honesty from both of you it's appreciated all, all around and and that's what helps people that's what verse tv is all about showing people that that you can live your truth you know be who you are anyway okay um anybody have anything else to say for the follow-up oh right and our next topic now this one is a doozy imho but it is coming from lgbtq niger at lgbtq niger and of course niger is a, a shorthand affectionate shorthand for nigeria and here is the po the video to make a relationship work it takes a lot of forgiveness and hard work you can't just walk away every time things start to get difficult hashtag verse tv chrissy marie from cleveland ohio i'm aaron mack kevin from philadelphia Hashtag Verse TV. Hashtag Verse TV. Week 151. 